The seminars at the German Studies Association annual meeting mean a great deal to Hecki Lempa. Not only did Lempa, a professor at Moravian College in southeastern Pennsylvania, serve as chair for the seminar committee for this year's meeting, he will also help convene one of the seminars. Developed several years ago, after then GSA President Stephen Brockman formed a task force to examine potential new programs for the GSA annual meeting, the seminars put a small group of scholars in the same room for each of the meeting's three days to focus on a specific topic. The first set of seminars took place in 2014 and have grown in popularity ever since. But even within this innovation, Lempa said his group has decided to take things a step further by developing a web page to let seminar participants stay in touch before and after the annual meeting in order to keep the conversation active. Lempa said the freedom to make something personal and lasting is what he appreciates most about the seminars. Uh, we try to put the scaffolding and the structure there in place, but the thematically, the members and, and those who are the conveners of these seminars uh, have most say. It's for, it was simply as um, at these best academic traditions of American um, academia, that providing a space and, and then finding new ideas, agendas, and, and topics. Welcome to Episode 4 of the German Studies Association 40th Anniversary Podcast Series. My name is Brian Shea, and I am the Public Relations and Advertising Coordinator in the Journals Division at the Johns Hopkins University Press. In this episode, we will take a look at the seminars and other projects that, in the past decade or so, have shown that our partner, the GSA, continues to innovate. The development of the seminars took place under the presidency of Suzanne Marchand, who followed Brockman in the top job. She worked with current president Irene Kikandis and Vanderbilt University's Lutz Kupnik, who was on the task force to put together the seminar structure. She worked with task force members Irene Kikandis, the current GSA president, and Vanderbilt University's Lutz Kupnik to put together the seminar structure. Candace said Kupnik brought up the idea of the seminars based on a similar program he saw at another academic conference. As the GSA developed its own version of the seminars, Kikandis said the idea of creating something that brought together people from all different career points stood out as one of the most important details. We put a lot of pressure on them to be non-hierarchical so that everybody from your graduate student through your ABD, through your recent PhD, through assistant professors all the way to full and very famous people might be sitting around the same table. And that's another hallmark, I would say, of GSA, and it's something that the seminars are really foregrounding. The table, Lempa says, often does create a literal sense of community. I attended one of the seminars and, and the seminars was basically organized at the round table there were roughly 12 to 13 people there at the table uh, senior professors and graduate students at, uh, alike and, and then it was there was a coffee pot in the middle and then actually a, a small uh, cookies kaffee und kuchen and in german this atmosphere sets the participants at ease lempa said and paves the way for productive discussions during the meeting while the seminars still have room to grow he said that discussions from previous years helped inform some offerings on this year's program. Now we have over three days a significant time to really ponder on something. And, and perhaps, uh, as I see this year particularly, we have a fair number of, of seminars that continue their work, do something perhaps of permanent value or rekindling ideas that really have been forgotten and reinventing those. 
So those are the uh, kind of benefits of the uh, seminars. Developments like the seminars, the interdisciplinary networks, and Arts Night, which enters its second year in 2016, have come because of requests from members. GSA Secretary-Treasurer Jerry Fetz said Arts Night sprung from the realization that having authors read during lunch programs just did not work because of noise and other issues. So, an evening celebrating the creative and performing arts as an important part of German studies will take place on Thursday of this year's conference, with seven events in three sessions. Those were the results of some inquiries, suggestions, comments that we got from members. We said, well, let's try them. We're, we're, we're very ready to experiment, and I think that has helped us immensely. Interdisciplinary committee and networks have worked for the past few years to try and give groups with a specific focus a chance to bring people to the annual meeting who might not naturally end up at the event. Todd Height, who chaired the program committee for the 2016 meeting, said one particular interdisciplinary network showed the strength of these activities as the program came together for the event in San Diego. But one of the things that, that really struck me was our, our newest interdisciplinary network, Black Diaspora Studies Network. It's, it's brand new. They're already launching a series of paper sessions and roundtables. Um, uh, they've had an incredibly uh, energetic and well-networked group in, in their leadership. And, you know, I think given the debates around higher education in the United States over the last couple of years and uh, issues of access and, and equality, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see that this is entering into the larger discussion in German studies, that uh, we're focusing more and more on uh, these voices and, and, and providing these voices uh, a platform within our organization and, you know, leadership roles in, in uh, the form of that network. The development of these initiatives can play a critical role in the growth of GSA over the long term. Marchand said the same presentation format has existed for years for most sessions in order to draw new members and better engage those who regularly attend the meeting, the association needed to find a way to provide alternatives to the traditional setup. I think it's, it's just very important for us to, to try new things. A lot of people are weary of the three papers in a comment conference session format. So doing these different things, whether it's arts night or whether it's seminars, all of those things are, are ways of innovating and trying something that will spark some new conversation. The membership now feels more engaged, those involved with the GSA leadership said. Kikanda said the seminars took off like wildfire proving Marchand's point that the membership wanted to find another way to gather. The leaders who have worked on bringing the format to life say that adjustments need to be made year to year in order to make the format beneficial to the largest group possible. But Brockman said that's not a problem because the difficult task of making a change has already taken place. I think the GSA has been fairly open to changes in the format and to shaking things up a little bit. If you look at some other conferences out there, they kind of maintain their format in a fairly rigid way. You know, the seminars, I think, are a good example of a way in which 
the GSA has been willing to shake it up a little bit. Marchand says some of her students at Louisiana State University develop new professional relationships based on their participation in the first two years of seminars. She agrees with Kakandis that the seminars provide a new and innovative way of connecting younger scholars, the future of the GSA, with stalwarts in the field who helped build the organization for the past 40 years. It certainly seems to be putting people in stronger touch with each other. As the conference got bigger, we were worried that younger people would come and feel anonymous and they would do their one session and that would be all and they wouldn't have sort of sustained contact with more senior people or people who came to the conference regularly. So I do think that the seminars will, as we continue them, serve that purpose and really make it possible for younger people to feel like they have more than one thing to do at the conference. The GSA does not just innovate by finding new ways to bring its groups together. Relationships with other organizations bring new voices to the conference. German Studies Review editor Sabina Hacke said the Women in German group gained some of its strength by having a spot on the GSA program each year. A lot of allied organizations have guaranteed slots. So, for instance, uh, what was very important for me personally, but also for the field, was the uh, founding of a group called Women in German, a group that introduced feminist approaches to the study of literature. And so WIC, as it is called, has been a continuous ally and very strong presence at GSA. But whether the innovation comes from within GSA's own planning or by aligning with outside groups who expand the association's influence, the net effect remains the same, according to Brockman. I think it's important to be open to innovation and change and also to listen to members because sometimes members are going to have a better view of how things are actually working than people who are at the, structurally at the top of the organization. Join us in the next episode when we discuss the way GSA involves graduate students early career professionals, and those from underrepresented institutions.